Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Quarter. My name is Kyle Klish, and on today's episode, I'm going to break down that game last night, the W, against the Detroit Pistons at Mexico City. The Mavericks took it 122-111. to Solid win. We needed that after a somewhat disappointing loss against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, gosh, it feels like a week ago. But the Mavericks improved to 17-7, good enough to be third right now in the Western Conference, which is really good. I'm also going to be previewing the matchup later against the Miami Heat. We play them on Saturday, I believe. That would be the 14th. could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Oh boy, that's going to be a, a good matchup. That's basically the Dallas Mavericks version, but in the Eastern Conference. They're like... You know, the second, third best team. I'd say the third best team, which is, I think, what the Mavericks... I mean, that's what they are. The Mavericks are third in the Western Conference right now behind the, the Los Angeles teams. So, let's go ahead and get started and talk about this game uh, last night. 17-7, we improved to, or we beat them, beat the Pistons 122-111. to Got to start off with, uh, with Luka Doncic, of course. Played 34 minutes, 14 of 24 from the field. That is... Fan freaking tastic, and it wasn't just the bread and butter shots, the you know the drives, all that. Which, by the way, he's number one in the league, and it's not even close. Second place is like Russell Westbrook, and it's it's a huge gap between those two. So, but going back to Luca in his shooting performance last night, fourteen of twenty-four overall, six of thirteen from three-pointers. So yeah, he took a bunch of three-pointers, but he made a bunch. Six of thirteen, that's almost fifty percent. Heck yeah. Totally cool with that. So if you do the math there, that means he made eight of eleven of his other shots, you know, non three pointers, which is just awesome too. Picked up eleven uh I'm just, excuse me, eleven defensive rebounds, but twelve rebounds total. 11 assists to 3 turnovers. That is huge. It's greater than a 3 to 1 ratio. It's almost a 4 to 1 ratio. So that's elite status. If you don't already know. 3 and above, you're looking really, really good. 2 to to 1 ratio, that's okay. 3 to 1, that's awesome. So 11 assists to 3 turnovers. Ended up with 41 points. So yeah, his stat line was 41 points. 12 rebounds, 11 assists. He got his triple-double, 40-point triple-double. Just a monster game. And it was in front of, uh, you know, different fans, you know, that speak Spanish. And a lot of people speculate that he was going to have a big game. And it's really cool. It was happy for him. The one thing that he didn't do well on, if he had watched his game, even just the very first few minutes, you could tell. His free throws, they were not good. They weren't going down too well. 7 of 12 from the free throw line, so... An off night for him there, but it's okay. <laughs> he can have an off night here and there. and I mean, we'll take it. He, he he played exceptionally well, so very, very good. Player of the game, obviously, Luka Doncic. I want to move on to Porzingis played 30 minutes, 8 of 18 from the field, which is shocking to me. I thought he shot better than that, but if you look at the three-point attempts, 0 for 5 from three-pointers, so kind of tells you the story there. If it wasn't for the three-pointers, then he shot 8 of 13, which is definitely the way it kind of felt. He felt like a really good game for Porzingis. Personally, it did for me to watch him. Made all of his free throws, 4-4, like that. Eight rebounds, that's solid in 30 minutes. Three blocks, 
Love that. Love that, love that, love that. Three blocks, and he disrupted so many other shots that were down low. It's just, he's so valuable defensively. It's just, it's remarkable, and I wish there was better numbers to provide that, you know, you know, support that, but I just, I don't have those numbers with me, but you just have to kind of watch the game, and obviously the blocks definitely tell a story, so three blocks, 20 points, guys, it was, that's, I thought he had a lot more points than that, honestly, that's just how dominant he, what he was in this game, the, the dunks that he had, the alley-oops, it was, he had multiple monster dunks, so, Really, really good, was a good game for him. Really, I'm really happy that he got that kind of game. So, hopefully, that helped his confidence moving forward. Dwight Powell played 31 minutes, three of four from the field. As he made three of his four free throws, like that. Ten rebounds, ten rebounds. That's solid. In 31 minutes for Dwight Powell, heck yeah, ten rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, zero turnovers. Guy like that. Guy like the effort, the hustle, and all that good stuff. End up with nine points, so pretty solid night for Dwight Powell. Maybe not on the defensive side necessarily. Now he did get the block, and he got the steal. So I say that because the Detroit Pistons they had Blake Griffin and Drummond, which by the way Blake Griffin did not play very well. So might have to give a little bit of credit to Dwight Powell there. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith played thirty-one minutes, two of five from the field, hit two of his four free uh, three pointers. He attempted four three-pointers, hit two of them. He liked that, 50%. See, so he picked up five rebounds. It's a little low for him uh, in 31 minutes, but Luka got quite a bit. Three assists, two zero turnovers. Love that. Good, good, smart plays, and then picked up six points. So, obviously, Dwayne Finney-Smith, he's our defensive specialist, so he's not going to have the best of numbers, but he was definitely an important player. Able to guard uh, Luke Kennard, and I'm sure he guarded Blake Griffin a bit and other players. He switches off a lot, so I do like that. Last person on the starting lineup, Tim Hardaway Jr., played 25 minutes. Did not get to shoot the ball too well. One of six from the field overall, 0 for 5 from three-pointers, so not too good there. Five five rebounds, I like that, but that's about all he did. Ended up with just two points, but... I'm sure he played some pretty good defense too, but the, there's not the there's no numbers really to support that. But he's gonna have some off nights. I mean, against the Kings, he was the only one. He was a he was a flamethrower. So you're gonna have to let him slide on this one. Uh, Maxi Kleba going to the bench now. Played 18 minutes, two four from the field, one of two from three pointers. Uh, so he picked up one steal. He picked up a monster block, and yep, ended up with five points. So not. A super big game from Maxi, but I still think it's it was a solid game for him. He's he's our other defensive specialist, so I really love watching him play defense against like Drummond and Blake Griffin and other guys down low. So it's it's uh it's a pleasure to watch that. Justin Jackson played twenty one minutes, I like that. One of six from the field, over two from three pointers, so he did not have a good shooting night. Picked up two rebounds, and that's all he did. So, unfortunately, it was not a good night from him. But here in a second, I'll tell you, didn't really need help from him. Jalen Brunson played 15 minutes, three of six from the field, one of three from three-pointers. Four assists to one turnover. T- turnover. So, I'd like to see that. Seven points, not too bad from our backup floor general. Uh, so, here, here it is, guys. Yeah, Curry, Seth Curry, 34 minutes played, so 
a bunch. In fact, the same amount as Luca, tied for the most. 11 of 15 from the field. You heard that right. 11 of 15. That is a ridiculous number. It's greater than 66.6%. And then for three pointers, six of nine. So once again, it's greater that that is 66.6% <laughs> from three pointers. So just ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Oh, he actually missed a free throw. Oh, okay. He's two of three. Picked up seven rebounds. That's a lot. I mean, granted, he played 34 minutes, but seven rebounds for him as a guard, it's, uh, that's quite a bit. Four assists to... He had three turnovers, but he got four assists. Two steals like that. Ended up with 30 points. That was definitely a season high for him. So definitely like to see that, you know, in case of... That's just been the that's been that's been the deal this season is who's going to be that third player to step up, or fourth or fifth, you know, whatever the third quote unquote star to you know step up and pick up the Mavericks and take them to a different level because when that third player is clicking, you know, and then Porzingis is doing pretty well, the the Mavericks are like they almost appear unstoppable. Like that's whenever the game was really blowing up. It blew up to like a 24 point lead at one point. But then they sat down Luca and Porzingis and a couple others I think and that's whenever the Detroit Pistons made their run. So anyway, still being by 11. As a team we shot 40 Oh, and excuse me. My bad guys. We did see the accountant tonight. Last night Ryan Brokoff played 2 minutes. He didn't take any shots though. He got a rebound. And he turned the ball over one time, <laughs> but uh, anyway, he got some. He, he got two minutes. So hey, <laughs> as a team, we shot forty-five of eighty-eight. That's good enough to be fifty-one point one percent. That's really good. Sixteen of forty-four from three-pointers. That's uh, good enough for thirty-six point four percent, which is fine with me. It's a good. It's a good number. This is the free throws though. Sixteen of twenty-three. Sixteen of twenty-three. That's sixty-nine point six percent. Obviously. You can you can put most of that on Luca, missing five of those himself. If he had just made at least three more of those, ten of twelve, I feel like that would have been a lot better. Obviously, so uh, let's see what else I want to look at the rebounds. We picked up fifty two rebounds compared. Wow, okay, the Mavericks got fifty two rebounds compared to the Pistons thirty four. That's pretty shocking because the Pistons, they've got Andre Drummond, who is pretty sure he is like the number one rebounder in the league. However, And he, he got quite a bit. He got 15 rebounds last night, but no one else really rebounded for them except uh, Wood. He got eight rebounds himself. But that's about it. So we definitely out-rebounded them. That was pretty cool. Solid win. We really needed that. Now we, we go back up to 10 games above 500. 17 and 7, it's really nice. December's looking like a pretty decent month, but we're about to come into a stretch where it's going to be kind of difficult. And in fact, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I am going to give you a preview of one of those tough games, being the Miami Heat. So you guys stay tuned. All right, then, welcome back to the Mavs Corner. On this episode, I'm giving you a breakdown of the win last night against the Detroit Pistons. We won 122-111. to 111. Mavericks improved to 17-7. and 7. And on this segment, this part, I am going to give you a preview for the matchup against the Miami Heat. That is going to be on Saturday, I believe. That would be the 14th. Mavericks take on the Miami Heat. 
which is kind of interesting because basically the I mean they are the Mavericks are third in the Western Conference standings and the Miami Heat technically they're second in the Eastern Conference standings but to me they're like the third or fourth best team in the Eastern Conference so it's kind of like uh, looking at the mirror images of the Eastern and Western Conferences so obviously we have the history with the Miami Heat too we got the better of the, I mean yeah they took the, they they stole the 06 finals from us that was our championship they stole it from us but then we won we 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 exacted our revenge is that what the words are we took revenge in 2011 you can never take that away from us and so we've got the history with them and then just this past off season we had the like the quote unquote trades or whatever we seemed like we had Goran Dragic, but then they're like, no, 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 it's Kelly Olink and a couple other, like another player or something like that. No, we don't want those guys. And then the Mavericks said, yeah, we do want those guys, but oh, it's just very confusing. But it'll be good to see Goran Dragic. I mean, he could potentially maybe be a Maverick. Maybe. Not sure anymore. We'll see what happens. But let's go ahead and give you a preview for that matchup. So the Miami Heat, they're 18 and 6. They are, like I said, they are second in the Eastern Conference. So uh they actually they're playing a game. Wow, they're actually playing a game on Friday. Today. Uh, they're playing against the Los Angeles Lakers. So I guess they have a back to back. Yeah, because I know we play them on the 14th. I'm pretty darn positive. So it'll be very interesting to see who they rest or whatnot against the Dallas Mavericks if they rest anybody. So uh, lately, they have been on a tear. They have won the last one, two, three. They've won their, well, They've won four of their last five games, not including the Lakers, obviously, because I don't know. I mean, that's, that's today. You're listening to this on Friday, the 13th. They're playing today. As far as the injury report, Goran Dragic, he's questionable for Friday. Deion Waiters is, and so is Justice Winslow. All three of those players are questionable for Friday's game. Not not the Mavericks game, but the Lakers game. So we'll see if they become probable against the Mavericks. I kind of hope Dragic does. Like, I kind of do want to see how we stack up against them, you know, their full potential. And then Dragic would be kind of cool to see, you know, the, him and Luka go back and forth. That's just that would be way too much fun. So, yeah, we need we need Dragic to come back. That'd be great. So, which I'll get to in just a second. But Dragic, he's, he's one of their lethal three-point shooters. So, let's talk about their team stats, though. They are one of the slower-paced teams in the league. They're ranked 19th in that category. So, some of these stats are going to be kind of, you know, swayed towards that. Like, oh, well, here we go. They're 29th in the league as far as putting up field goals. That's really bad, but you have to credit that to their pace. They don't have a fast pace, so they're not going to put up as many shots. So, yeah, again, they're 29th in the league as far as putting up field goals, but they are 4th in the league as far as overall field goal percentage, 47.5%. So they're a really good shooting team. They just don't shoot that much because they're a slower-paced team. I think I've beaten that down quite enough. Uh, as far as three-point percentage, they are third in the league, 38.2%. Now, the Detroit, the Detroit Pistons, they were ranked number one, but they didn't shoot the three-pointer very well against us last night. So we'll see what happens. I feel like the Mavericks are doing better against the three-pointers. I mean, I might need to look into their stats here momentarily, but I think we have a better game plan against three-pointers. Plus, we have... 
you know, good defenders. Hopefully, DeLon Wright comes back. He sat out against the Detroit Pistons, so maybe we get him back, maybe not. We don't need to rush it, obviously. We have a pretty good depth, but it'd be nice to have him back. Uh, let's see what else. They're, the Heat, they're also sixth in the league as far as two-point percentage, so they're overall, they're just they're a good shooting team. Let's just put it that way. So we're going to have our hands full defensively. Uh, they also know how to get to the free throw line. They're fifth in the league as far as, uh, I'm sorry, they're fourth in the league as far as free throw attempts. As slow as they play, they still get to the line quite a bit. So I'll have to talk about that a bit more. Rebounds, it's, see, rebounds is kind of hard to say because the slower paced game you have, obviously the less rebounds you're going to get per game. So I'm not even going to mention that. Uh, they are, however... However, they are dead last as far as turnovers. They're averaging 17.7 turnovers a game, which is, it shouldn't even be that way. If they're a slower-paced team, they shouldn't get as many turnovers. Well, no, <laughs> it's not true. For their, for their situation, it's not. They are dead last, so they don't know how to, they do not know how to keep control of the ball. Hopefully the Mavericks can utilize that weakness and use it to their advantage. Convert those points and all that good stuff. So definitely, that's something we need to look at for sure. Their last in turnovers, giving up turnovers, we're like first in the league as far as ball security. So we should have that advantage big time. Let's take advantage of those turnovers, all right? So definitely watch out for those turnovers, guys. Let's take a look at their opponent's stats. Uh, they're pretty good at defending their opponents. They're only allowing 43.7% as far as overall field goals for their opponents. This is good enough to be 7th in the league. So they're pretty much a top 10 team as far as defending 3-pointers. Oh, uh, just overall shots. But 3-pointers particularly, they're, they're number 2. Yeah, 3-point percentage for opponents against the Heat, 32.1%. Yeah, they're pretty good at defending 3-pointers. They're not so good at defending two-pointers. They're allowing their opponents to shoot 52.8%, which is good enough to be 22nd in the league. So overall, they're in the top 10. Three-pointers, they are one of the best as far as defending the three-pointers, but they're not too good at two point defending two-pointers. So maybe that means Luca and Porzingis can work it down low, make those drives that we like to... I, I love to talk about that. Because if if Luca's three pointers aren't going to go down, then we need to make sure that he can get those, you know, basically his bread and butter shots. Sorry, I'm just gonna keep saying that <laughs> uh, until I find better words. But what else do I want to mention here? There's really nothing else to talk about with them because of their pace. I think that's the big key thing is that they're they play a slower pace game but they still manage to turn the ball over the most. So be looking for that. Uh, as far as the ratings, they're ninth in the league offensively, and they're also eighth in the league defensively. So they're a top team both sides of the ball. That's that's a very good team. Very, very good. And it shows into their record. They're 18-6. and six. This is not going to be an easy matchup at all. It's going to be difficult. It's a good one, though, because... Kind of gives us another like measuring stick of how we compare to these quote unquote powerhouse teams. I'm not sure if they're a powerhouse team, but they're a really really good team. So should be a fun one to watch. 
As far as uh, particular players we need to watch out for, obviously Jimmy Butler would be one. He's only averaging 20 points a game, 20.6 points a game, but he can definitely take a game over when he has to. Uh, Bam. Bam is really good. He's, uh, where is he? Yeah, he's 60.7% from two-pointers. Obviously, he's a he's the center, but he's pretty good. He's not, he's not bad for a center, not at all. Goran Dragic. I wanted to talk about him just for a second. He he's only averaging fifteen point nine points, which I say only. It's not bad, but it's his uh, three pointers, guys. Three pointers. He's averaging forty point six percent. He's averaging just over five a game as far as attempting three pointers. He hits about two point two of them, so good enough to be forty point six percent. So we gotta watch out for him. Can definitely see him going off and Luca trying to match him, and I think Luca could match him. It's just the numbers don't lie here. Goran Dragic is is hitting more of them. I say more of them. He's hitting them more effectively or efficiently. There you go. Not maybe not effectively, but more efficiently. So gotta watch out for that. Uh, they're get, they they got that rookie Tyler Hero. He's he's playing pretty well. Kelly Olink. Kelly Olink, guys, he's shooting three-pointers 41.3%, so he's averaging almost four three-pointer attempts a game, so oh, we need to watch out for him, the the almost Maverick, who I think he was a Maverick, but then we traded him away, I think, to the Celtics, like, as soon as we drafted him, so but then apparently we wanted him in the offseason, but uh, that would not have been good. And then Duncan Robinson, that's their ultimate three-point specialist. He attempts seven three-pointers a game, and he's hitting 3.1 of them. That's good enough to be 44.9%. So definitely want to watch out for him. They also got Myers Leonard from, I believe, the Portland Trailblazers. He's a bigger dude, but he's hitting his three-pointers, guys. He's averaging almost two a game. He's hitting 50% of it. So he's taking two. He's making one. So, might want to watch out for him too, but definitely Duncan Robinson. That's that's our key guy as far as three-pointers. Obviously, the Goran dragic Luka Doncic matchup will be interesting. Definitely want to see Luka have a good game. Would love to see Porzingis have a good game. And then, who's to be the third player? But I definitely think, you know, there's been some games where Luka has taken the game over plenty enough by himself to where we don't need that third player to step up just like a couple players to be you know play decently or whatever i speculate that if we don't have a third player that steps up like curry did last night or how tim hardaway has done a couple times or porzingis doesn't like ultimately step up and it's just luca and then maybe luca kind of struggles towards the end or something like that i mean i just i can see it not going too well so i feel like we need a third second we need porzingis to have a good game i think we need a third player to have a pretty solid game so who's that going to be i don't know let's keep track of it guys that's going to do for me as always you can follow the podcast on twitter on instagram at maps corner send me a comment question give me a follow let's have some cheers we're we're not on a winning streak yet well i mean technically we did win last night so we're Hopefully, we're about to start the streak. Is that right? So, guys, as always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner and have a good day.